this is on the rise uncensored, where you can say what the fuck you want to say. Yep, yep, you already know what it is, man. They're from Ski Money on the check-in, man. Shouts out to my homie, Mozzie Santana, man. You know the vibes, man. On the rise, man. The number one podcast in the world, man. You know what it is, man. Yeah, let's get it. What up, what up? You already know what it is. It's one more time. Another great episode of On the Rise Uncensored, where you can say what the fuck you want to say. You know what I'm saying? It's the celebrity guru, King Maserati Santana. Don't forget to put the king in front of that. You already know what it is, man. So listen, I got a uh I got a Vietnam legend in the building today, man. I'm talking about uh a legend, you feel me? We talking to see it's it's crazy when Fayetteville got different generations. You know what I'm saying? That's the crazy part. But tonight, we're going to get into all of that. You know what I'm saying? So I want everybody to show some love. I got my homie in here, artist. You know what I'm saying? This man went on tour with, we'll get to that as well. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So make sure, man, y'all start following the page. Y'all start following, you know what I'm saying, right now. But nah, I got my man in the building, man. Y'all show some love to Big Face, man. <laughs> How you feeling tonight? I'm feeling fantastic, man. I appreciate the hospitality in the building. You that's know what the I'm saying? Fa- that's a fact, man. But 100%. that's how we want to, you know, that's how we want to present it. You hey, know what I mean? Good right. vibes. You do it right, bro. Absolutely. Right. So uh, why don't you start off by telling people exactly who you are and exactly what you do? All right, all right. Well, you know what I'm saying? My name is Big Face, and I was an artist in the in the late 90s, early 2000s, in the 26. You know what I'm saying? Back in the wild, wild west of the music industry here. I mean, I go way back. I love the city. I'm definitely for the city all the time. I mean, it's about the 2-6. I watch a lot of what we see now. I watch it unfold, so I, I had a bird's eye view, and I appreciate that. Facts. Facts. Okay. So what can like what are some of the good things that you have done as far as in your career? As far as, I mean, I had a limited time. You know, I had a little window. Everybody got their own window. I had my little window from, like, 98 to 2001. Dropped the record, uh, sold 40,000 copies, got 12,000 terrestrial spins. This is back before mm-hmm. the Internet, before MySpace, before anything. You know what I'm saying? We had Black Planet, basically. And uh, 
So we toured up and down the East Coast. Uh, I was a co-host of the Friday Night Shockwave with Vic Frost, the battle section. I, I, I was on there and won a couple times. I have a relationship there. So, we, you know, we traveled. I traveled to the Yang Twins. I toured with them. I did several shows with them. I had a relationship with one half of them, uh, Kane, that still exists to this day. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I'm saying? We was back then. This was the crunk era mixed with some backpackism. This was Fayetteville finding his voice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so how long you can say you actually been an artist? Well, I mean, I've always been an artist since the day I was born. I started in spoken word. I, I, I deal in visual mediums. I deal in written mediums. But I was an artist in 1997 until my active period till about 2004. But I still, you know, do music. You know, I don't do it for the consumption of the public, but I still do music. So to this day, right now, I got 30 years in the 2-6 music game for sure. Wow. How did it make you feel? I love it, man. I love watching what's happened, man. I mean, are you kidding? You got to be proud. I and mean, we got one of the greatest artists in the world from our city. I mean, you got to be proud of that. And then the evolution of the music, the quality of the music is fantastic. Watching how well the artists have adapted. I mean, Fayetteville is bubbling. We, it's, 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 it's close to the time where... We're going to get our time. Everybody has their time in the sun. Fable will have their time. I heard our interview did with Cass earlier. He definitely spoke the truth when he said that. We need to come together with that shit. This time, Fable about to get a long period in the sun. Yeah. What was that run like with Yang Yang Twins, though? <clears throat> I mean, it was fun because it was during the recording of me and my my brother. So it was between the time when they had Whistle While You Twerk. And they lost all their money getting sued by Disney. <laughs> and we were sleeping on the floor with seven of us in a hotel room. And then I got to be in the studio a few times on the Chitlin circuit when they were recording those tracks for Little John. And remember, at the time, Little John was a heavy metal DJ. So he was unknown in hip-hop circles, really. I mean, he had a few little crossovers, but he did a lot of uh, hard rock stuff before that. So, yeah, man. And then, you know, the Young Bloods and all that, the whole crunk scene. That was during... I use my, you know, my voice was definitely, yeah, we like to get yeah. loud and rowdy. I can think. So in 50 years of hip-hop, we still celebrating, right? Yes, 50 absolutely, years of 100%. Yeah, there's an event tonight that's going on that's celebrating 50 years of hip-hop, the Vietnam way, you know? Yeah, um, I'm about to scoot into that piece. Like, I'm supposed to make my head pop in that building for sure. Yeah. Like, yeah, they'll be mad if I ain't. <laughs> that's a fact. Um, so how important do you think that era was when you was with the Yin Yang Twins and, you know, uh, celebrating 50 years of hip-hop and watching how the game is slowly transitioning into something else, you know what I'm saying, with music now? Oh, man. I mean, then music was an artistic endeavor, man. Like, I mean, you you didn't do music unless you had something to say. You did, It wasn't a way out of poverty for us, man. It was... You know what I'm saying? We had something to say, so we wanted to put it on wax, and we were trying to make it grow. Like, we started with the SR10 and the Rolling Four track in somebody's bathroom, you know? So, I mean, today I feel like it's more of a commodity business. You know, it's not it's not Van Gogh, man. It's just it's Walmart, you know? So, I mean, when I was in it, it was Van Gogh. If you wasn't lyrically up to the – up to, you was out. You wasn't in. Yeah, facts. So who, who can you say you remember – from when you was doing, you know what I'm saying, the run with the Yang Twins, like, in Vietnam, who was out? What, what? Oh, well, first of all, man, like, yeah, those cats that definitely did it bigger than me in the Ville, better than me in the Ville, uh, more longevity. When I was coming out, to me, I looked up to, like, the character assassins, uh, Bomb Shelter, definitely, Rolling Weight, 
they was doing it on a level that I wanted to do it on, man. Them cats was doing live shows. They had followers. They had street teams. You know, and, and I, I watched them. I emulated them. I just took what they did, and I just marketed it a different way. You know what I'm saying? I went to the radio with it. I was able to break through. And with less work, and do a little bit more. But, yo, there was the cast that I thought I was chasing. And then the cast, cast was a little bit after me, you know, but those were dudes that I loved and looked at as peers. You know what I'm saying? Like, Young Cakes, he was coming. He was a kid then, but he was already nasty, man. Like, yeah. ridiculous with it. So, I mean, there's so many names. Zeph Lesson is a godfather in this game. Like, I did the theme song for the Cape Fear Wildcats, which was our arena league football team at the time, for for a year. So, he produced that with me uh, using Metallica riffs. And, and that played for a long time. So, I mean... Those those cats right there, I mean, I, I'm sure I'm leaving some people out, man. I mean, definitely uh, shout out to Hood, the mayor. He's been doing it forever, bro. Since I was doing it, he's still relevant right now. Him and Scoob, they got that whole, like, boom, bap, Griselda movement going right now in Fayetteville. And they're killing it right now. That's and they're everywhere. You go out, they everywhere. you never there. Yeah. So, look, I want to ask you a question, right? So, uh, you know, I hear a lot about Cass. You know, I be with Cass a lot. Me and Cass work on a lot of projects together. You know, um, but working with Cass, I really didn't know who Cass really was. You oh, know what man. I'm saying? So, like, when I'm, we used to, like, matter the of fact, the I pick a, He was the phenom. Bro. Yeah, I pick another moment. We just went to the uh, the Fleet DJs conference in Raleigh. Me and Cass, I showed up he with Cass. He coolly just, coolly yeah. just shakes everyone's hand, right? Just, yeah. We seen DJ Barry B. At the time, I didn't, re- I didn't even really realize who DJ Barry B was. But when he knew who Cass was, it was like, yo, Cass, like, where you been? You know, um, things in that nature. But, like, he was bigging Cass up. I'm like, yo, Cass, you know, this happened, like, often when I'm out with you. So, obviously, um, where you at with it? You feel me? Like, what is your, like, do, what do you remember with Big Cass far as, like, his impact that he had for Vietnam? Well, first of all, man, I, I, luckily, man, Big Cass is pops. Rest in peace is pops. Um, he was a barber, and he was he was in the chair next to my barber, Mr. Tony, which I went to for years on yakking at the Moon Barbershop. Shout out to Moon. Uh, so Cass was a kid, man, in school, and, his, and I was doing the music thing, and I was always in there getting my hair braided or whatever, and his pop was like, yo, man, my kid doing it. And, yo, I listened to Big Cass. I'm like, yo, this kid is bananas, man. This kid, was he was a kid. He was 15, 16, whatever. And he already had records out, man. So, I mean... Definitely had him on the shockwave. He definitely was loved in DeVille, and he was ahead of his time, man. I mean, like he was putting together industry standard music. That whole movement, that total package he got into with that, mm. him and Fran D, they really, I mean, they had to follow him, you mm. know, and Spunk was definitely the fucking man, the motherfucking man, son. I had Spunk. Spunk gave me 500 to steal the <laughs> Yin Yang Twins away one night that they was doing a show, and I had my own private 15 passenger van. They supposed to go here for this radio station there. Spunk said, hey. Make sure they come to Hypnotic. I said, bro, they'll be there. And we was dead. And we <laughs> rolled up in. And Spunk had the big face posters and the VIP for me. And we rolled up in that motherfucker. And Spunk took care of us. I mean, he always did, man. I mean, Spunk's a legend, bro. That whole total package, they was they was doing. Them boys legit had the talent to be platinum artists. But like Cass said, it's a lot more than that. I mean, it's just, you know, a lot goes into it. And I took a hiatus like Cass. Like Cass did his thing, was a meteor, real hot for however he did it. And Cass had legit serious features. So a lot of these motherfuckers are trying to be my. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yo, know, and I, I had a little feature room at the Bordeaux <laughs> Holiday Inn, but it was after the show. <laughs> One night, hey. 
Shout out to Big Cash. <laughs> but look, though, you mentioned the shockwave. 100%. I love it, man. Come on. Come on. Let's go. See, Vic got a part of this, too. Vic? Shout out to Vic Frost. Shout out to Mr. Freezy. Vic Frost yeah. in the deep freeze. Yeah. That guy. 100%. Huge part in my whole deal. First of all, you know, I met Vic one night when he invited Libation Entertainment. Uh, my management, James Armstrong, they're out of Atlanta, Georgia. They still run Libation Entertainment out of Atlanta, Georgia. They, uh, we came, we went up there and we did it. You know, we did our thing. Me, Mr. Jones, a couple other uh, artists. We rapped. We, we freestyled. Vic invited me back for the battle. I won the battle a few times. Vic kept, you know, we, me and Vic, we hit it off. Vic, Vic's a, Vic was a, is a visionary, man. Mm. At that time, nobody was letting nobody local nowhere near a radio or a microphone, and Vic was letting all the artists every week. He became an icon of the city, man. Like, he would throw block parties. They would throw block. And it wasn't just him. It was a collection of talent there. He was the program director of 104. He was the program director of 104.5, hot 104. They had Big Bruce in the building. They had Ron Shout Rios, to Bruce. Dina Metro, Tony Shellshock. They just had a group of cats that was in the city grinding it out, and Vic was smart enough to let people be themselves. That's what, that's what Vic's best trait probably is just seeing in you what you see in you and then magnifying it that's what Vic does facts and then on the other side you know you got a you got a you got Foxy <laughs> you know uh, if, if, if I'm not mistaken you know wasn't Foxy doing independent spotlight you well, know what I'm saying big, who was who, who was from the Ville who was from the Ville that used to always so big up, the, on Foxy. Well, big up the big Ray he did yeah. the independent spotlight I, I I I did the independent spotlight I definitely did that you know what I'm saying and uh, a bunch of artists did they played it on Sunday night on tape delay you know so they could check you out and make sure you was legit now nah, it was a different vibe Fox 99 is corporate 104.5 is, is the streets man so I mean as far as on the shot we was concerned there wasn't a lot of love for Foxy 99. You know, they were the competition, and, and we beat them, and we were a small, independently-owned radio station from an old-retired black doctor, mm. and we whipped their motherfucking ass. So where did the, like, so what's, I mean, I don't, let me let me choose my words carefully. Um, when did it start getting kind of, like, a little weird with the radio stations with 104 and Foxy during this time with, you know, you had Mike Tack over here. Program director, then you got you know Vic one hundred four. It was definitely two thousand because Fox ninety nine attempted to purchase one hundred four point five because they were kicking their ass in the ratings and Doc wasn't going to sell. And I mean Vic had a plan and he was operating under that plan. You know what I'm saying? So he was the local. He Foxy didn't. They they was you know they wanted to be Raleigh and Greensboro and everybody. And uh, Vic, they, you know one hundred four five was just going to be Fayetteville. So they was in the city all the time, and that was what it was. Period. Yeah. And uh, you know. Uh, a lot of love to, you know, much big ups to Mike Tech because, you know what I'm saying, but Mike Tech, you know, had the whole New York persona, the New York accent, the, fe- you know, the funk master flex kind of thing. And, you know, we was doing just a fable thing. And Vic, we had the big teddy bear, too, by the way. A uh, big shout out to my man, uh, DJ D-Rock, who is now the program director of Fox 99, but he was with us then, you know. Do you remember Rain going through there? Are you talking about, uh, Rain, I want to but Ray Nawano, okay, so he's way younger than me. But let me tell you something, man, about the love I got for Ray Nawano, man. He's dope. Incredibly dope. Probably the best artist that we've ever had come out of Fayetteville, J. Cole included, man. But he just, he's went a different route. He's doing his own. He ain't got the same, man. He was on the BET site. And you go watch some of his stuff on YouTube. You go watch some of the shit that's 10 years old, man. It's, it's incredible. Ray is an incredible once-in-a-lifetime talent, man. 
So what do you remember about Bomb Shelter? Uh, I remember Bomb Shelter being the King of City. The first cats I ever saw on the marquee at, at Paradise Records from here. The first cats I ever seen have a live show in Fayetteville where there was promotion. You know, they had definitely the back end of, 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 the, of Dust, DeVille Skate Shop and they could do whatever they wanted up there. The first cats that I thought had a real fan base. You know what I'm saying? And Filthy was the first rock star of the Bill, man. Filthy Fil- was. Filthy, 100%. The first authentic rock star. What made him the first official one? Well, because first of all, man, he lived his life on his own, like on his own rules all the time. You know, the whole, all the way down, you know, people like to say the finger gloves or whatever. That was just Filthy just being, he a rock star, I man. He ain't like the rest of us, man. He just wasn't like the rest of us. Period. Yeah. You know, and a lyrical mastermind. Go back and listen to some shit that's 30 years old and then be embarrassed because you can't write that good now because that that motherfucker's like that, like period. All right, listen, when we get back, man, we're going to talk more bomb shelter. You know what it is, man. I got my man Big Face in the building. You know what I'm saying? This is On The Rise Uncensored. You know what I'm saying? Let's get into a record, though. You know what I'm saying? My man Stranger The Great. You already know what it is. As far as bars, I'm Vietnam's secret weapon. When I retire, the streets went into a deep depression. Mention my name with the black watches and death lessons. Mention his name and find your body and with protection. With no protection, I'm fucking for the kind of morph. Carolina carnivore, the kind that you never saw. The kind of sword of black thought of the fucking bill. Watching all these amateurs of miniature skills. Damn it, I'm ill. A minotaur diminish y'all skill. If you stand still, you recognize steel, sharp and steel. Stealing secrets and greeting lyrics that's three times to steal. Sick and smith Inform pathogens inside a windmill You are now looking at a fed non-villain Fuck what you feeling, nigga, I came here to kill him Exit all the women and children out of the building You are now looking at a fed non-villain If you came here for blood, then I came here to spill him You are now looking at a fed non-villain As far as dope, I'm a Vietnam veteran and y'all already know who I'm better than 90% of your letterman Hooked on my medicine Let him in, give him exceterin The pain will never end This is vintage real Mixed with a Kalana pen Kalata soap, so kind of dope Firing pins Symmetrical patterns Display views from other ends No views equal no dividends Well fuck them then Only a few of us achieve what I strive for Niggas will never ever see a live tour Niggas never seen a fucking festival I'm in these streets, I wouldn't call it beef These niggas vegetables You are now edible a fed non-villain Fuck what you feeling, nigga I came here to kill them Exit all the women and children out of the building You are now looking at a fed non-villain If you came here for blood Then I came here to spill them You are now looking at a fed non-villain Mention my name beside Rain and J. Cole Italicize my name in the Vietnam's row A thousand years from now the legacy will be told From Rosetta Stones Read by a woman in a silk robe All black rose with the soul of a black crow My metaphors transmutate wherever my gas flow All black clothes, I'm a shadow in the Hall of Fame Stare in the mirror three times and say stranger name Mention my name with bomb shelter, filthy defiance Secret alliance, meeting the giants, guilty science Guilty conscience in responses to let them see that mention in my name is a suicide recipe Cause I'll forever be a fed non-villain Fuck what you feeling, nigga, I came here to kill him Exit all the women and children out of the building You are now looking at a fed non-villain If you came here for blood, then I came here to spill him You are now looking at a fed non-villain Oh, 
Y'all know what it is, man. It's going down today. Boy, Lil Ruben, a motherfucking building on the rise TV, man. My boy, Maserati Santana. Yeah, all my ladies, y'all tap into the podcast today. Oh, yeah, we getting into all this shit, though, man. You know what I'm talking about? Good Knees Challenge. You know what I'm talking about? Nasty song lasting for over a decade. You feel me? The king is here, man. We going crazy. The legend is out, baby. You feel me? Yeah, on the rise TV, my boy, Maserati Santana. Man, we going to talk about this mulatto shit, everything, man. Y'all tap in with the podcast today, man. Yeah, man, the marathon continue, boy. What's up, it's the KID, the Kicker Queen. Big face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we still What's in the that? building. Yeah, man. Yeah, shout out to my nigga, Lil Ru. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Yeah, Lil, yeah, Lil Ru in a major way. Shout out to him. You know what I'm saying? Um, we was talking about before the break, man. We was talking about Bomb Shelter, right? So listen, like, when you was on the scene, you say your run was what, 98? 98, 2001, 2002. Really, really good run right then. Yeah, yeah. that was my run. So where does Bond Shelter, like, you know? Oh, I mean, Bond Shelter's run probably, like, to me, like, 95, 96 to early 2000, beyond me, like, right behind me. They took a hiatus after that, and, and the deal was, you know, Nerve. Nerve and Filthy was a real um, eclectic cat, so it was mm-hmm. hard for Nerve to pin him down a lot. So that that, that slowed their, their momentum a little bit. Yeah, what was this, like, uh, his style of, like, music? Like, ooh, ooh, you, you, you said 50 was, you spoke about 50 was, you know, he was his own rock star. Nerve was more like like a, like an East Coast analytical. His, I mean, dope, dope. More like, uh, you know, some, some Wu, Wu-Tang type. He's spitting knowledge, man. First of all, like, then you had to have something to say, like I said before. So he definitely had a message, man. And, uh, yeah, that was Nerve style. Nerve was, Nerve was like East Coast boom bap. Yeah. How about that? East Coast boom. Back. Matter of fact, real business, real businessman. You know, real. You know what I'm saying? Uh, back then, I, I wasn't a friend. Of, I'm a friend of Nerds now. I wasn't a friend of his then. Back then, he was an adversary. So as far as I was concerned, he was a stone cold killer. I ain't see him smile a whole lot. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. yeah. So, so like, how many? What, like, who would you say? Like the first people that like at the uh, you know the bomb shelter? They was uh, they ran in the cold. And you know, Nerve he, he he talked about how he met Cole. You know, he was like Cole was sending him messages through uh, AOL. He was a fanboy. Yeah, he didn't really know him. And then when they actually, you know, met or whatever came together, it it, it was more on. I was thinking like, you know, who else knew that they knew J Cole at the time? He went well, by another name. See, yeah, he was the therapist, or as I famously fucked up on the shot way, the rapist. so i mean nobody i mean let's be really fucking clear here man i mean nobody and even them at the time the therapist was just they they protege yeah he was a nice young dude we all had i had a nice young dude his name was i called him sniper which today he's called tony blazem i found him when he was a kid i mean and wrote rise eventually you know him and him became astronomical together and blazem is one of the best artists you know, free Tony Blazer until his back was. He's about to get out. And motherfuckers, wait. I'm sure he has plenty to say. Um, but back on the top, what we were talking about before, <laughs> I went off on a little tangent right there. Uh, so, what were we talking about? What you, bring me back, Mozzie. What so, listen, we were talking about bomb shelter. Uh, yeah, of course. What we yeah, how many people? Shelter. How many people knew? Nobody that they knew Cole. No, no, well, I mean, nobody because all we cared about was bomb shelter. I mean, Cole was just a dude. And I don't mean that in no derogatory term. Like, they had some dope-ass producers. DJ Izzy Nice. I mean, and they they, they had Sean Beeman. They had dope producers. They had the, the whole shit. You know, they was in the Sistel fucking building, bro. I hear Sean Beeman a lot. Yeah, what, man? I mean, I, I personally, I don't have a relationship with Sean Beeman. 
I knew who he was when I was doing my thing, of course, because he had the dope sound of the Ville. And, yeah, they were the first ones with the real clinical him and Izzy. You know, and my man, shout out to DJ Izzy Nice, my motherfucking homeboy. They had that real industry sound before anybody else. So no one was checking for Cole really then. You know what I'm saying? He was just a kid that was nice. Kid could rhyme. Kid could definitely rhyme, but not as good as Filthy. I mean, he, he wasn't on Filthy's level. I mean, he, you know, and... And Bomb Shelter was, was the show. They were the show. Bomb Shelter could do whatever they want at that time in the Ville and have. Back then, man, if you had 150 people show up, you was really doing it, and they could definitely have a standard room-only crowd, so nobody else could do that. So when people found out that J. Cole was, you know, from Bomb Shelter Count, like, what happened with that? Like, well, I mean, well, did people well, ever know it, that? It happened way later. So, okay, you got to look at how J. Cole. Okay, so. Let's get into one of the topics right here. Big Cass versus J. Cole's success versus Big Cass' success. To me, Big Cass put out a lot more relevant projects to the Ville, man. Uh, Music is Pain. That, yo, man, that's a that's one of the dopest records ever released in the city. It's, I still rock it to this day. You, you got to blow the dust off the motherfucker because he won't put it on the internet. Hey, Cass, why don't you get that shit <laughs> on the internet, dog? So other than that, I mean, Cole took a different route. He left the Ville. When he was mad young, he went to college. He went to St. John's. He happened to be the roommate of D. Nice's son, the the legendary. My name is so when so when so when you listen so when when you cutting into that big ass, uh, you know, and then and then and then even with Cole leaving, right? St. John's, correct? Yeah, Ronnie C. Yeah, so Ronnie C. was there. So absolutely okay. So and once again, Ronnie C. I'm on. I'm late on the track. Track. I'm on, I'm late on the wagon with Ronnie C. I've known him a long time. He's a legend in the Ville. A lot of the people that I know respect him. Therefore, I respect him. You know what I'm saying? Of course, he. I've, I met him. You know, out and about. And his last album was crazy. I had a, a show when I was playing that shit. That that shit with uh, that losers with uh, Rain 910 on that track is crazy. Yeah, we some fucking losers. You heard that track off the last? I played the hell out of it. So, I mean, Ronnie C is one of those dudes. He's I like to call him a reverent talent. He don't give a fuck what you say. <laughs> um, and he going to always do his thing, man. So, shout out to Ronnie C. Yeah, shout out to Ronnie C, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But And he does his fucking thing every time he drops something. And 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 if people of that importance hold you in high regard, the motherfucking big face does too, man. This is our city. Yeah. So at one point in time, like, okay, so so Rain. See, I was asking you about Shockwave too. You know what I'm saying? But then like in, in, in Foxy, um, you've seen Rain appear a lot. Absolutely, 100%. Yeah, I mean, yeah. but the, well, that was the, the years that I, you know, like when Picasso checked out, I checked out too, you know, real life takes uh, front seat sometimes. And so real life for about a decade took front seat for me. So while I was still involved and still in the back and playing the back, um, I didn't really involve that. But I did, I've been a fan of Reigns. You know what I'm saying? I'm a huge fan of Reigns. But I don't have any, per- I've never like per- have any personal dealings with Reigns now when I'm, other than on the internet, da, 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 da. hope hope he knew who I am. What up, Rain? Hey, shout out, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we never got the ending of that. Uh, the last. So on YouTube, he got this music video, which is about ten years old. It was crazy, man. It was him and his man's. His, he kills his man's on accident in the end. They left him on the cliffhanger. We never got a part two, Rain. Just tell me. <laughs> shout out to Rain, though. Hey, listen, but one thing I really want to know, you know, because it's so important to Fayetteville. And like all the artists that was out then, and then like then you got like you know I know y'all break it down in like generations. Yeah, definitely. So when we talk second generation, who are we talking about? 
Well, I mean, I feel like I'm a tweener, man. I was like right in the bomb shelter generation at the end. I just took a little different route, man. I'm not at, but the, so the second generation to me would be the big casses, the Tony Blazems, the Impala GA, uh, Dark Side Camp. You cannot, I mean, the whole Up South 30, man. Rest in peace, Up South 30, man. Yeah. How can I get this far without? E-Dub and Up South 30, uh, the Circle of Kings, man, they, they release so much dope material that's on the internet right now. Like, I'm, They've had a million spins, man. And uh, as artists, that whole dark side camp, all the the paper cha- the the paper bag mafia, Sunny the Star, that that is the next generation, and they're still great, like to this day, right now. That whole generation of cats. I'm sure I'm leaving somebody off, and I'm sorry about that. But but, but then you got Rise. Oh man! Oh my <laughs> man! Okay, so let's. Hey, what up, Ro? Hey, what up, Ro? Shout out to Ro. Anything I see, you know how I am, Ro. So when I talk, you know, you can just complain about it later, bro, because I don't do it. You know, I don't have the filters. Yeah, me and Ro go way back, man. Since uh, Ro was had Empire Records with Trillinoise tracks. This is in the late '90s, and uh, we just clicked. Me and him automatically clicked away from the music. Ro was always trying to make me leave Livation and come with him. <laughs> Much love for Rise, man. Rise has been involved in so fucking much of the Fayetteville scene that cats don't even have any idea. Yo, in 2001, he had the independent record of the year in North Carolina with Sippin' Drinks. Go ahead and Google Sippin' Drinks with, uh, by Rise, and you won't be disappointed, bro. It's dope. The number one record. The the number one, you know, you go to Charlotte, you got the Independent Music Awards. Mm-hmm. For, you know, I have my little tracker that got mad, 10,000 spins. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he like, we riding back. He like, I, I won. Yeah, man, my man, he, he won. He hit me up immediately. I, yeah, I heard you won, bro. Yeah. Sipping Drinks, though, was a dope-ass track. I mean, he he's a mastermind. If, if, if Right now, man, why, just take a second. I'm sorry to use your platform. But if you doing music now and you a local cat, <clears throat> please, please, Lord Jesus, get with my, my man, uh, Rise, and let him push your shit. The marketing genius, anything you fuck with him is going to do something. You know, Rise knows what's up. So, yeah. so yeah. I was interviewing Stranger the Great, you know what I'm saying? And um, great interview. The big up to Stranger the Great. You know, he, my you man, know. My man, 50 grand for sure. Yeah. Even he has a story. It's crazy. Um, But he was talking about, we, we, you know, we got on Roe and Michael Bivens. Oh, man, he managed New Edition shit. I mean, Roe had, so I was, all right, if we back seeing you, you got some access, you know, Maserati, you get the real access. So I was next door neighbors with Roe. So me and Roe, we, we were next door neighbors. He used to call me out there. We both in our bathrobes. Man, he got he got Michael Bivens coming over. He got Lords of the Underground there shooting pool in the house. Come on over, face. Come on over, man. I mean, this is Roe, right? This is a normal, everyday thing. And Roe would be gone for weeks at a time because Roe, you know, at the time, during the new edition comeback, I remember this, man. We was all anticipating this. And Ro is, is severely involved in that, man. He, he's great at that. So I don't even think we'd have had a new edition comeback tour without Ro, because that's what he does, man. If, if He's great at soothing egos. He's great at putting people together. That's his specialty. But he's, a, he's an MC too, man. Don't forget, he can write rhymes. Hey, he can walk. Yeah, see, you I didn't know he was an artist hey, when, bro, I, when he, I met Ro. Hey, bro, he's smooth, bro. Bro is just smooth. Look, wait, wait. I mean, every time you see him, what he's a good time, bro. Ro is the man, bro. You got to give it to Rise, man. He's a, he's a complete artist and a complete businessman. I'm super proud of motherfuckers from Two Six like that shit, right there. Yeah, and then you got like. Let's see my thing. Okay, when you talk Vic, about, 26. I mean, let's talk about Vic. I mean, Vic. Not only the shockwave, one point five, four five. 
changing the way hip hop is is viewed in Fayetteville. But then he went on to be a producer, Cheryl Underwood, all over the fucking world. I mean, now he's back in front of the conglomerate of the city and. You know, that's an independent entrepreneur running a studio with multiple people in their red rooms in there. By the way, shout out to Barry Williams. Shout out to Barry. Shout out to my man. Uh, that's what I'm doing in my, you know, I'm, that's what I do now. You know, I'm a, I'm a two. He was in a movie. Two, <laughs> now, I was in a movie. I'm in a few movies. And I'm in two, I'm a 2B actor now, you know. So <laughs> I was in Spin the Block. Shout out to Barry Williams Films. And I'm also in this upcoming project and another upcoming project in Georgia for um, one of the Detroit 2B films. I mean, at Shout out to Barry Williams. He gets the best sound in the city, man. Red what kind Williams. of experiences you like with Spin the Block? Uh, I mean, Barry Williams is a perfectionist, man. And and he and everything he does, if you watch, it gets better and better. He's he's a, a gem for the city. Thank God we got him, bro. Because you listen, what he has coming out of Red Room, you got Block Baby Moolah, you got uh, Hemi, uh, Hollywood Hemi, you got uh, Sunny, Sunny the Star, all, everything that comes out of that studio sounds immaculate. Big up some motherfucking Barry Williams and Red Room Studios. Uh, and he's building a conglomerate with Fable. This is his fifth movie that he has on Tubi. So we got a mini little Hollywood going. He's filming another one right now. He's got another one on the deck for December. Big up to the city. It's huge for the city. We need, you You definitely need to link that and have that, 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 that that interview right there. Mom. Yeah. V- Listen, that I knew that it probably would be crazy. You know, I, I, I knew that Barry was coming into the deep freeze because I worked for the deep freeze as well. Shout out to Vic Frost. You my, know, my, and shout out to my carpentry crew that went in there and saw <laughs> that. That's my guys. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay. what I do. You know, I do remodels. So. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, Vic's, you know. Vic is on the Mount Rushmore of Fayetteville hip hop. I mean, he's right there. Vic he, can make his own network. 100%. And it's not only that, it's the energy he gave everybody else. You know what I'm saying? That's what the. You got to look at it. I mean, Vic gave everybody mad energy, bro. Mad energy. So big up. And he ain't finished. He ain't finished. It, it, you like, know, I talk to Vic all the time about bringing the shockwave back. I want to do it. I would do it on the internet right now. I would, could it hey, be brought back? 100%. Yes, and I could have a battle every week of the best. I could have the dopest MCs in Fable's history on there every single week. Would you appear on The Stranger? Absolutely. See? See? Mozzie, let's wave. do it. I co-hosted with you, Mozzie. Let's do the shockwave. The shockwave. I, I co- I, I, it wouldn't be right if Vic wasn't there. Well, tell Vic that. The one beautiful <laughs> thing, one of the greatest things that I remember, one of my memories there, man, is that he used to definitely, when we did the call, every sign off of every commercial, every whatever, he, he wanted everyone to scream the shot way. So he would, he, would, he would get real, you know, Vic would point to everybody. There's 30 people in there. And when he would say the Friday night, and everyone would scream, shot way. And, and Vic, was, Vic would be doing that. I remember this. This is one of my greatest memories. Standing behind Vic as, on the secondary mic, and Vic and people, seeing people all in the street just yell it, and him doing this. And this is before we had any kind of voice on the radio, man. So, hell yeah, mad So love. it would be a good dope idea to bring it back. 100%. And you would get mad love because that's all it is, nostalgic love in the city. There ain't a bad vibe. Hey, you mentioned the shot wave to any rapper that you grew up. I Even told him it was dope. Right now. All the stories I hear about it, you know, and, and then. Um, you talk to the Cakes and, and the Sunnies now, the dope artists now, the, the Block Baby Moolers, the, the Hollywood Hemis, and they were kids. They listened to that show. They taped that show. They listen to that show. I did. I mean, that made me, yo, you know how hard I went listening to Shotwave A, bro. And then to become a part of the lineage of it, man, there's nothing I'm more proud of than that shit right there. Hey, and also, while we're on the subject, man, I would be remiss to say, 
R.I.P. to Big A, man. We lost Big A a few weeks ago, man. And this cat, man, what he did for underground hip-hop into the 2-6, he's an offshoot. He played my music so hard on the fucking 104.5 that he almost got fired. This dude would go hard for you. And then he owned clubs that that that, that the fanatics and I, I hosted those shows. I hosted those. We had the face off. We gave two hundred fifty dollars a week away every week. You come up there, you win, you get two fifty. We had the Impala GAs back then. We had the Terra D. Rest in peace, Terra D. We had the Dark Side Camp Forty Thirty and E Dub coming up there like the dopest. And shout out to them boys because remember uh, Dead Boy, remember Dead Boy. The first time I ever heard any record take off ever on 99 Worldwide was They Want Me Dead, boy, by uh, uh, Up South 30 and, and A-Dub. That shit is still f- phenomenal. It was number one on 99 on the Fox. No well, even, even with Dark Side Camp, they had to play a, a major part with the Vietnam scene. Uh, Dark Side Camp, yes. And then the, <laughs> so Dark Side, man, it, it, shout out to Shiggy Sean, shout out to uh, uh, 40 Cow, shout out to E Dub, shout out to Up South 30, uh, shout out to Young Cake, shout out to Sunny the Star, shout out to all the offshoots of Dark Side Camp. They got their tentacles into everything. But them dudes are some real street cats. So, I mean, you know, that's hip hop is a secondary. They street two six dudes. And so we've lost Up South 30. RIP up South 30. Hey, you want to hear some dope shit? Go ahead and stream that. Uh, be good or be good out of the last album. Post homies posthumously released after his death. It's crazy right now. Um, yeah, Dark Side. You can't talk about Fab with Hip Hop without talking about Dark Side. Uh, free 40 cow till it's backwards. Um, so, yeah. Tank. About to get me emotional, man. <laughs> I managed I managed Forty Cal at certain t- t- uh, parts of his career. I managed Sonny the Star at certain parts. He's of his He's bringing back. You know what? All this is doing is bringing back memories for you. One hundred percent. I mean, and, and still to this day, you know, I back all these cats, man. And right now, like, even don't think that old school. Like, I think OG rappers is definitely doper than the new school rappers. I'm sorry, but I will say, man, there's some cats out there. Like, there's a dude named Snipe Sinatra. You ever heard this dude? Snipe Sinatra? Oh, my God, man. Snipe Sinatra is bananas. You heard this kid? He don't know me. I don't know him. This motherfucker is bananas, bro. He'll he'll tear your fucking head off and shit down your neck, bro. You know what I'm talking about, right? You heard it? You heard this kid? Snipes? Yeah. You know him? No, I'm asking. Oh, Snipe Sinatra. Go ahead and Google that shit when we get off here. Because what's that song I'm talking about where he goes like for 100 fucking bars, no hook? I can't remember the song. I played it on my song. I just did it. Yo, you did. Legendary snipe. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, so that's why I said so. So, so I, obviously, I you, snipe, you, snipe. you said so. Even just don't think legendary snipe. I got married to the ground. So Rich Hemi, man, I don't have a, I don't have a, a, a relationship with Rich Hemi, but Rich Hemi's dope. That the Red Wedding album that came out in the summer, that shit is crazy as fuck. So I mean, I'm super proud of the of the of the progress. Yeah, you know, don't. But I still could come out here and fuck some shit up. Yeah, look, shout out to my homie. <laughs> Legendary snipe, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Shout out, bro. Yeah. Spinning like a dragon out here, son. Yeah. yeah. Dude, dude is coming correct. For I real. think he, and, and and you see how hip hop changed. 100%. I've seen the growth and the evolution of it. Like, motherfuckers be mad. You know what I'm saying? Cass is bitter. They like, well, it, ain't, it ain't like it was. Yeah, no, nah, nah, it ain't like it was when we did it, man. But there's still motherfuckers doing it with the propers. It's not about. Talent no more. It's about numbers now. Well, we didn't have the internet, man. Like I said, if I had the internet, if Big Face 
had what these dudes had today, and I sold thirty eight thousand records. So what you myself. think you what you think you lacking from now? Like what's going on now with the hip hop? Uh, I, I mean, I'm not lacking. I mean. I don't know. I'm not liking shit because there's there's avenues to find what you want now. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like I had I had to turn on two radio stations and listen. That was it. Now man, I can get whatever I want whenever I want it. So now you have to be specific, bro. You got to grow your brand to your specific brand. It's not like you can't just put it out there hoping oh everybody gonna listen. No, you got to grow it now. So I see what they doing now. Yeah, you know they're getting their their fan base. That I see how they utilize TikTok. I see how they utilize, you know what it is. But that ain't that to me. That ain't hip hop. I don't want to be the old miser, but that ain't hip hop. Every you know platform is different. Facebook a, is different. Instagram mm, is different. TikTok is different. Well, that's a business. You you yeah. using hip hop to make money? I see that, but that ain't hip hop. You're using hip hop, but that ain't hip hop. Correct. We'll be right back, man. On the rise, uncensored. Big face, King Maserati Santana, Slurry Guru. <laughs> Hey, now you know you got the focus on this motherfucker. You finna talk about these scandals, homies. I can talk about scandals, bitches. Oh, I know you can. I know you, that's why we finna do it. Dad's on the beat. Hey, Dad, nigga, stop fucking around with the piano, nigga. Just drop that shit like, uh, this here. I met you through my homie, now you act like you don't know me. So disappointed, cause baby, that shit was so phony. It's not phony, you see no love before my coaches, homies. Would've paid you no mind, but baby, you was all up on me. Why'd you perceive a position? You had to save a host. No, I ain't mad at you, baby. Go ahead and play them fools. They chose not to listen, so now we stuck inside his house and can't leave without a bitch permission. Permission to be a player. My alias is balls. Drop a drop on these jealous niggas. Player, let me cross. Y'all don't wanna see me in pain. I leave that ass like Tony Braxton, never breathing again. It's scandal. I never liked to backstab an ass trick. Used to watch your money grabbing who your bag and be in. Ready to bust in the city. You don't know who to trust. The bitches in the scandal. Shit, no ass kissing. This bitch, I had you waking up with all your gas missing. I'm asking as if I'm qualified to analyze. You're looking at a bitch that specializes in telling lies. She got a body, make a motherfucker fantasize. Her face ain't never shed a tear through them scandals. My sister precious and poppin'. Plus, I knew she was a freak bitch, so I said it bother me. I'll probably be strong. Addicted to the heat of a tongue, although I don't know where I'm going. She's making me come. I've been trained as a boss player. So, what you saying? Let me show you got some more. Cause we me, I got up when in the perch took the hundred dollars. Nigga, I'm so scared. She's so scandalous. She's so scandalous. She's so scandalous. On getting riches and spitting at tricks Cause I'm addicted to free bitches Currency motivate, not easy to terminate Now that we made my niggas can never be faded This is my prophecy, I gotta be paid All you cowards that try to stop me is begging for early grades I thought we was cool, I was a fool thinking you could be true When I don't fuck with your punk group These are the tales for my niggas doing time in the cell I went from hell to living well Busting the niggas who set my name in vain I got no time for the 
tricks, I'm heavy in the game. I wanna be a baller, please. Put the bitches in the liquor, keep on calling me. I'm floating free on the highway, formulating plans. Can't wait till I see LA. <laughs> so in the building Kima's right Santana hey listen um, hey yo big face listen yeah, let's keep yeah. it real I mean, let's keep it all the way let's real let's keep it real listen so I, you know did Ronnie C have anything to do with Cole getting signed I mean I don't have, I don't got personal knowledge of that to be perfectly honest with you I don't have personal knowledge of that I mean I mean if Ronnie says so I, I, I tend to believe that how about that yeah if Ronnie C says he did, then I believe Ronnie C. Because, I mean, I, why, 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 why would he lie? Yeah, do you got a relationship with Ronnie? I mean, I know Ronnie. We've had past it. Personally, I mean, are we besties in the nah? I mean, I got respect for him, and he, got respect. I, I, he knows me. I know him. Yeah. His last album was Bananas. I loved it to death. That Losers with Rain 910 was crazy. I'm still bumping it right now. Shout out to Ronnie C. Shout out to Ronnie C, man. Ronnie C, he make a lot of dope beats. You know what I'm saying? He, I had a look. He, he might be at Izzy's right now if he is. Take a <laughs> shot for us, Ronnie. Ronnie, be like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> he gives zero fucks. You I feel me? I guarantee I know that. Yeah, but you know, know dope artist, though, you know. Um, yes, dope artist. And dope on, producer. On, on his own terms, too. On his own terms. You know what I'm saying? What I mean when I say on his own terms is. Ronnie makes music when he wants to make music. He puts it out when the fuck he wants to put it out, and he says what the fuck he wants to say. See, I think you got to get to a different. I think you got to get. It's levels to that. If you could put out what you want to put out, say what you want to say, it's levels to it. That means you had to put in work. Yes, one hundred percent. You earned the right to do that shit. He he he's got the right to do that shit for sure. He's got classic material. We talk about gatekeepers from Vietnam. Mm, Who would mm. you say who some of the uh, the gatekeepers? Well, I mean, from my era... That mean a lot of people ain't getting in. I don't know who the gatekeepers are now. You know what I'm saying? But the, from my era, it definitely was Vic Frost and definitely was Mike Tech um, over at 99 on the Fox. Um, there was some money players like Spunk who hold the keys to several gates. Uh, you know, those are the gatekeepers as far as I was concerned for what I was trying to do. You know what I'm saying? I was trying to break through on the radio. That's what you had to do. So those are the gatekeepers. Those are serious players right there. Vic and Mike. Obviously, Vietnam got a lot of talent. Super lot of talent. Everybody not getting in? Nope. You know? Nope. The best of us ain't even got in. Like Michael Jordan. Hey, Michael Jordan might be the best, but the best hooper is in the joint. What do you think the position is of being the gatekeeper? 
I feel like the gatekeeper. That's is like a, gatekeeping somebody's so, career. So you kind of a gatekeeper. I mean, I mean, you a gatekeeper right now. I mean, you hold the keys to access. So a gatekeeper to me is if I'm an artist, meaning truly if I'm a hip hop artist means I'm an artist, man. I sit at home, I write rhymes, man. I'm about, I'm a wordsmith, I'm a poet. I got something to say and I want to see it. You know, I'm a producer, I make beats, I want to play it. You hold the key to an audience. You are a gatekeeper because on the Rise TV, I can come here and put, and it's a platform. So you're a gatekeeper now. The gatekeeper thing different. In 98, 99, the gatekeeper was the radio station. It was the program director. So it's not no more. Nah, hell no. Nah. I mean, you got internet radio now. Hell nah. you, got, yeah. you got radio that yeah, plays 24 nah, hours. Nah. Trust Road are getting their ass kicked right now. I mean, let's be perfectly honest. If I, if is I, program I, directors still relevant? I mean, yeah, they are relevant as far as their advertisers are concerned, but me and you, fuck no. Fuck no. I mean, uh, you know, Walmart thinks they're relevant, but I don't, and you don't, and the, the streets don't. When the last time you get in your car and listen to the radio station, bro? I'm streaming, bro. I'm streaming in my car. Yeah. Yeah. It, you know I'm, what? I'm listening to On The Rise TV as I pull up. I'm listening to Big Cass interview when I pull up. That's a fact. Shout out to 100%. Big Cass. But see, that's what I'm saying. Like, with even with radio, radio is so important because you got viewers that want to watch, but then you got people that just want to listen. When you're driving, especially like truck drivers, you would, you would talk at them every day. I do. Because yeah, all you're doing is driving. And they on Spotify. They on SoundCloud. They, on they know Amazon. every latest platform. They on, they on Amazon, but they're not on fucking 99. One the Fox. The big stick. They I think I think, I think. me and Stranger was also talking about that, too. Like, how far the radio station, uh, I had, stations I had, reach. I had to kiss the program director's ass when I was coming out as an artist. I had to help them. I had to fix their car. I had to slip them a couple of dollars. So you remember Jane Doe? Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Well, she was Trinidad when I met her. Yeah, one hundred percent. She was on a different name. She was an intern. Her name was Trinidad. Vic Frost gave her that name. I mean, that's what she was at one hundred four five. She was Trinidad. Jane Doe is the queen of the underground. Big ups to Jane Doe. Love her. She's like my sister. Dizzle is what I call her. Yeah, you know what I'm and she had an impact. One hundred percent with Vietnam. Yes, man. She, she always look. I made her say, eh. still to, <laughs> hey, to this day, right She's now, man. Listen, though. when I had my independent show, uh, dope indie show, I played on Saturday nights internet radio, all Fable music. I had the top six to six, right? I played mixed by Guapo Cash and by Up South Thirty. Rest in peace. I get a call 30 minutes later from Jane Doe. She's like, yo, that number one song is the shit. Now, she's a program director at, at 97. And, and, and not only that, she was voted number one hottest program director in the country. Not the, not the state, the country. Yeah. So, yeah, man, she loves the underground. And she definitely has, has laid the track for that. She, she got the groundwork for that. It's 50 years of hip-hop. One of us, man. Tonight, shout out to the hood, the mayor. Shout out to the school. Shout out to the star. Everybody out there tonight, right now, man. I'm trying to get there, bro. We we sipping a little bit, though. We smoking a little bit. I don't know, man. Yeah. Hey, hey, listen. So, listen. We 30 years you've been trying to find. Well, I guess hip hop, except like trying to find peace. And we look at Tupac. They reopened the cold case. What's cold about that case, man? We are no kill. Yeah. Well, I guess now we're about to Diddy. Diddy posted a video. He was cooking with his kids, family, all that. But all you seen in the comments was, you know, you getting indicted for the murder, all of that. About Pop. 
You feel like Diddy has something to do with that? Uh, I would. Why not? Let's look at it like this. Who, who he profited from? He one hundred percent profited from it, bro. I mean, the beef, the beef right then. So, I mean, my opinion don't mean shit. But here's my opinion. He he thought it was cool in the beginning. He thought this little East Coast West Coast beef was gonna make him money, man. And then and then you know, yeah, I absolutely think he has something to do with it. Shit, Suge might have something to do with it too. I mean, he, he, he who profited? Follow the money, man. Who the fuck profited from the death of Tupac? And they, therefore, they who he sent the motherfuckers to kill him. Same with Biggie. <clears throat> who profited from Biggie's death? Follow the money, and therefore they did it. So after all of these years, he's getting indicted. I mean, P. Diddy. Not only that, man. We we hearing a lot of bad shit about Diddy lately, man. This shit is not good, bruh. And the parties see, that he's holding. Not only that, the parties on the things he's done to his artists, the things he's asked his artists. We saw it, man. We watched it. We thought it was funny, right? When he made motherfuckers walk for cheesecake, I'd have slapped that motherfucker in his face, bro. <laughs> next question. I ain't next. walking for no cheesecake, bro. I put my foot in your ass. That's man. crazy. I'm from Fayetteville, bro. But too. you know what? Ines capitalized on what Diddy was doing. He capitalized. He one hundred percent. He made the cheesecake go, you know, his way in his favor. Right. He hot like fire, Dylon and shit. I mean, yes. Well, <laughs> But I guarantee he has something to do with it. Hey, yo, Mozzie, man. I mean, let's let's logically look at it, right? I mean, he made he made money off that shit. He he was he was scared. Of it. He was scared. Probably if anybody involved in that situation, let's look at everybody involved: Biggie, Pop, Suge, Diddy. Out of them four, who you think scared? Because I know who's scared. <laughs> The richest motherfucking one. He's the scaredest one. He was the richest one. And what he use it? I'm gonna use my money. I mean, and, and, and it's kind of suspicious that he gets shot that many times and then shit gets grazed in the head. But I mean, really, we already knew through, you know, shout out to Vlag TV. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We knew through KVD interviews. He basically told on himself. 100%. And like they reopened the cold case off. That's why you got to, like, sometimes in these interviews, shut your depending on, yeah, depending on who, depending on who listening, you know what I'm saying? You never know who listening. Like you, you know, you got to watch what you say sometimes, you know what I'm saying? And you can indict yourself, you know, and, uh, the interviews that Keith VD did, he was just, you know, I, I think that, you know, my perspective that he was talking a little too much. Well, Mazi, I mean, look, in this day and age, brother, bring some shit back from 25 years ago right now. So you better watch what you say anytime on some analog or some digital. Fuck that. Something you say today in 2052, they may say, Mazi, we want to talk to you about that. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the world we live in, bro. Technology. For better or for worse, we married to that shit. On the other hand, you got Q. A lot of people were saying that Q was blackballed. I feel like he I don't is. think he I don't think he was blackballed. I mean, why not? Like I mean, right he now. wanted he wanted in on the NBA. With his with his league that he you know Cube has a uh, you know a basketball league. Yeah, the big three super entertaining too, man. Why not? Why the, why don't they partner with him? Why why won't they? Why you, why do you feel like he's blackballed? Because they won't help. Him. Because they, they they they're not. They won't help him. You ain't got to help the motherfucker, but you're actively trying to stop him. You're putting in contracts or stipulations that that won't allow him to do business. So I mean, it's interesting to me because to me, you, you, your old players now who aren't in the league anymore. Right? You don't want them to continue to get their shine? This is good for both the goose and the gander. I don't understand. The only problem is it's the money. It's got to be a money thing. So why not sit down with Cuban and hammer the money thing out? Obviously, in a money thing, it's an access thing. So 
They don't want man. Big ups to Ice Cube, man. Top four, top five all time. Come on, man. Because what he's done, not only for the culture, fuck rap, you know, because he's one of the gangsterest motherfucker to ever ever hold the pen. But the, let's talk about what he's done in the entertainment everywhere around TV, movies, all this shit. And here he is in, in, in sports entertainment. The Big Three is very entertaining, man. I watch that shit. I like that shit. They they don't want him to have it. He made a lot of money with the. Uh West Side Connection. Oh, Shout out to Dub C. Yeah, well, Dub C. Max Ten. Dub C probably not as happy because he didn't make as much as he did. But who yeah. with Dub? Who Dub? Cube always makes more money. He doesn't leave a lot of friends. In Cube his do wake. other shit. He don't leave a lot of friends in his wake. Also, Cube do other shit. One hundred percent. You know, Cube has D- Dub ain't really acting like that. No, Dub. Well, I mean, I, I, I mean, maybe not now. I've seen past. Dub and set it off. Oh, one hundred percent. But I've, I've heard in the past that they've had some issues with the West Side Connection royalties or whatever. Um, but I'm sure they've hammered that out with the royalties or the relationship. I think the relationship is okay. I think there was some. I, I've read in the past. I mean, I don't know nothing about them, of course. But I've read in the past where Dubsy maybe wasn't happy with some of the money he received from West Side Connection. That that uh, Cube might have received more than him. You well, can't you can't mention uh, Fifty Years of Hip Hop. You don't mention West Coast. One hundred percent. I mean, I don't, I don't, I'm not delved in that, but yeah, they had they run for sure. I mean, come on, man. I was in high school. West Coast ran hip hop. So before I wrote, started writing, ladies or nice, it was it was Snoop and Dre. Come on, Snoop. If you ain't the Chronic didn't take over everything you knew, then I mean, come on, man. That's a fact. Look, you know what? I want to ask you a question, bro. Like, are you a gatekeeper? Not at all, bro. I mean, gatekeeper? I mean, okay, it, it depends on your definition. What's your definition? To me, a gatekeeper is someone who will not allow you to come in unless I tell you you can't. See, I'm not a gatekeeper. I'm a gatekeeper in the sense that I have relationships. And if you come to me, I can allow you to use those. I'm not a gatekeeper. I want to I want to help you, bro. I'll help you. A motherfucker from Fayetteville, you got, you got legit talent. You got a story to tell, bro? Holla at big face, man. Come on, man. I got a lot of keys to a lot of doors but at the same time i mean should i give it to a whack motherfucker no so i what chuck what chuck is saying this week on the internet he, he's 100 right he worked hard for his status so before i give it to you are you worthy of it that's the problem with hip-hop now now the problem it's with like it's like or a problem with people well the problem with hip-hop now is the they don't want to respect yeah. the elders the gatekeepers don't give a fuck about your talent they just don't want money man certain gatekeepers if you pay them 50 grand they're gonna let you in whether you whether you should be in this game or not i'm not gonna let you in for money i'm a gatekeeper of fayetteville i don't i don't have nothing to gain for this shit my legit job is i'm in the construction business you know what i'm saying so i'm good i'm good as fuck now, if I allow you to have access to Stranger or to Mozzie now that I have access to you or to, or to Roland or to any of the cats I have a relationship with, I have a relationship with everyone I'm talking about here. Ain't nobody going to say shit. In favor, one thing about me, one thing about Big Face is that I was a solo artist. I was not a member of a conglomerate. I was the first cat to bring money. I had corporate money. I had construction art, uh, the companies putting in money for me. So that's what I'm known for is Big Face was the first cat to, yo, man, he had, he had sponsorship. I brought money to the game. And to this day, I can sit down with a, I can sit down and say, yo, I got Mozzie on the rise TV, man. This is the format here. I can get a budget. I can sit down with them because it's a business. It's a, I was probably the generation I took from Bomb Shift and them boys. They were straight hip hop. And I'm hip hop with business. It's a business, man. How do you present yourself? How, how can you do this shit? You got to present it well. 
I mean, hey, man. It was you, a business. It, it, if you forget about that, then you lose your art. I just wanted control of my art, man. And if I lose control of the business side, then I lose control of my art. And what we've had is the business side has taken over and everyone's lost control of their art, bro. Their art is garbage. It's, but the business is impeccable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're making money, but it's, it's shit. <laughs> Big face in the building. Uh-huh. On the rise TV, also uncensored. Damn, you know son, where'd you find this? We'll be right back, you know what I'm saying? We're going to get to the shout-outs. We can get to all of that, you know what I'm saying, with Big Face, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, uh, I still wanted to hear some of his music, but, you know, I didn't have it. You know what I'm saying? But well, maybe we will oh, when we, we got, come we back. We got something for you. We got something for you. Definitely That's a fact. Some shit. Let's go to the West Coast, though. Cause I wanna get bit And I'm taking suckers money
just a roof and a porch and a porch and a horse and unfortunately but of course an assortment of tour just that score just the skin when they enter and true there's who's too there's dead a lousy job how's he god if he lets lucifer let loose on us that noose on us won't loosen up but loose enough to juice us up make us think we do so much and do it big like they don't let us win i can't pretend but i do admit it feel good when the hood pseudo celebrate hence why every time we dine we eat until our belly ache then go grab the finest wine and drink it like we know which grape and which region it came from us if we can name them hint hint it ain't them well just hell just fell three thousand more degrees cooler y'all can't measure my worth but when you try you'll need a ruler made by all the greek gods because the odds have always been stacked against me when backs against the wall i feel right at home y'all sitting right at home all kelly green with envy while i'm jelly beans descending into the palm of a child looks up at mama and smile with such a devilish grin like what the hell have you been she's yelling selling's a sin well so is telling young men that selling is a sin if you don't offer new ways to win a dolphin don't shake his fin regardless if he gets in or out of water most important thing for him is to swim and flip a then hold his nose so why shall i hold my tongue i miss the days of old when one could hold his gal on his arm and not set off these alarms when camera snap snap snaps return pat 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 they'll learn why mere privacy so essential they won't make no laws i break they law till they see out our window i take the fall to make them all treat humankind more gentle forsake them all i hate them all don't like them don't pretend to yeah something tells me we ain't in kansas anymore all the shit that used to be cool ain't cool anymore all them women we were pursuing now they want more and they deserve it all don't settle for what ain't yours when 16 ain't enough Season three of On the Rise TV with Maserati Santana coming soon, man. Stay tuned. Yep. 
uncensored. You already know, big face still in the building. They was getting so mad with me at the 910 versus 919 event. When Coco, shout out to Coco though. Don't ever call the 910 and try to. By the way, we smoked yeah. ass. We yeah. 919 yeah, smoked. Got smoked. Shout out to Coco though. Hey, listen, you know, still. She was looking good though. I would have took it to the crib. Yeah. And you know what? Still speaking about Fayetteville, we got to. We got to keep Fayetteville alive. Fayetteville, Fayetteville to me is like kind of bigger than Charlotte. Hey, man. As far we as like is. with the talent. We is. And we have been forever and ever, ever. I mean, we the melting pot of hip hop, man. This is the South meets the West meets the New York meets the East. Yeah. I mean, I was born in Boston to do around the way. I was born in Vietnam, motherfucker. So, I mean, being history too. two. Yeah. Listen, I had an interview with uh with Bomb Shelter, you know, for the first time. It was uh it was last year. I wanna say like right before Christmas, right before, maybe maybe around the time with like like Halloween and, and Thanksgiving maybe and um I saw that, man. Uh, Big up to y'all, man. I saw that shit. Nervous wreck and uh, you know, fifty they came through and you know, we had a good interview, you know. And uh we brought up Cole, you know, and uh can be a Cold touchy, success can be a touchy subject. Yeah, how did they discover Cole? What was happening at that time? Uh, you spent time with Bomb Shelter yourself. What was the relationship like with the individuals? You know, Nerve, Fifty, J Cole. Uh, you 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 got a whole group, and you got to cater to different personalities. Like, who was closer to who? I mean, like my shit is in retrospect. Like, like I said, at the time when they were really when he was under them, they were adversaries to me. Later on in life, yeah, we we friends, man. Nerve is my guy, man. I got much respect and much love for Nerve and Filthy. Very good friends with Filthy, man. Did a lot with Filthy. Uh, the relationship, as far as I'm, I can see, and most people in favor will probably attest to this, is that the relationship really was with Nerve with Cole, because they both music geeks. You know what I'm saying? Like they both production geeks. Filthy a rock star, man. He show up and do filthy shit. That's what you expect him to do. Show up and be filthy. But Nerve puts the, the, the you know, Nerve was producing, Nerve was arranging, Nerve was engineering, Nerve was uh, setting up, Nerve was doing graphics, Nerve was everything. And Cole loved that aspect of the business. He loved that. That's what he loved. So the relationship for me, as far as I'm concerned, has always been Cole and Nerve. And, and, and maybe he put up with Filthy a little bit. Because, you know. So... If he had the the closer relationship with Nerve, how did he receive, you know, the personality from Filthy? Well, Filthy been all, a rock star. Let's be clear, he helped Filthy out for years. I mean, it's not it's an unknown it's a known fact that he paid Filthy rent for years. I mean, he helped Filthy out in every way that I mean, I guess he possibly could. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, at the same time. I mean, Filthy is you know, Filthy was a talent, and Filthy had problems. Who, who who was the better artist? No better artists? What you mean? Better artists between whom? Filthy, and, ner- and nervous, uh, filthy and cold. Oh yeah. man, I don't know. I mean, we never really got to see. I mean, what filthy would have done with the same platform? But I mean, filthy was a crazy dope lyricist, man, with a unique, I mean, a unique outlook on life, man. So even listen back right now, listen back to what he put out then. <clears throat> I mean, the fact of the matter is. Uh, I mean, Cole's body of work definitely outshines his, man, at the end of the day right now as we sit. But you put the same two in the same place, I don't know, man. I mean, I always thought of Filthy more like a MF Doom or more like a, you know, like a like like that type of cat that he was definitely different. 
uh, more of a, I don't know, even Stranger, I put him in the category with, with Stranger to Great. To be honest with you, they, they, they kind of out of the same mold. They kind of that Tech Nine-ish indie, broad range of subjects. Uh, North style. Syllables, uh-huh. syllables, man, syllables and, and something trapped in there that you got to go back and look and look. Uh, big big up the stranger the great love him, man. That's one of my boys. But you got to dissect his lyrics. You, you listen to it. You got to go back. And that 100%. I'm listening to this shit right now. Like, prove me wrong right now. You want to go right now. It's on there. Everybody on the internet, go to and Google Prove Me Wrong by Bomb Shelter. You listen to these verse on there, man. It's right now. And that's 25 years old, bro. He'll, he'll kick y'all's ass right now. You know, they waited so long to drop a, like an album. When I met them, when they came on the show for the first time, they was dropping that album, and they could speak about it on the platform. And you know, I did ask Nerve. I asked him. I said, "Yo, why, why, why did it take so long filthy. to drop the record? That's why it took so long. Fucking filthy. So, filthy. so then having an interview with my man. You know what I'm saying? Shout out <clears> to Stranger <throat> the Great. You know what I'm saying? Get one of these. One of the things that I was, you know, that was, I just wanted to know was if they was all a family, Bomb Shelter Cole, you know, the discovering Cole, where well, he was a therapist then? Yeah, he was the therapist. He was a uh, therapist then. Yeah, shout exactly. out to, hey, Vic, hey, Vic, remember when I called him the rapist? I'm, I'm sorry, bro, I didn't, it said therapist, who's going to be called the fucking therapist? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, back to what you're saying. Yeah, so, Nicole. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, exactly, like with Cole, like, so, if you know when it was it was just a crazy moment it was a you know it was just tough for Vietnam to know that 50 had died yeah man a horrible loss man come on man so when he died and i got the message you know it ran across my desk i'm like wow like it's it's i was trying to find out who 50 was through the first interview when they came on the rise tv uh shout out to the deep freeze shout out to vic frost you know we was all a part of that and it was dope. And and 50 was going through things then. You know, he said he hated the holidays. He didn't like Christmas. You know, he said every anybody that knew yeah. me, they knew my mother died. Yeah. I mean, yeah. His, his loss of his mother was huge. Him. I mean, 50's a real eclectic cat, man. He's not like anybody else you ever talked to. I mean, you can say he was alone, but the fact of the matter is it was like 100 of us he talked to on a regular basis. I mean, he reached out and he definitely shared with you. And he just was 20, a 24-7 individual. This motherfucker never stopped. Never stopped. Now, in an alternate universe, man, you'd have the, the, the support system from a young age to have a talent like that and put out what he, a catalog of shit. But you didn't, man. I mean, that's this is what you had. You had some broke kids from Fayetteville, man. But these dudes, see, all that aside, we have to set that aside. I said this at the at the event, man. I said this. I said, man, what they did for us musically, they moved us forward. Because before Bomb Shelter, man, shit sounded crazy, horrible. I was in a bathtub with an SR and a further four track trying to make the sound. And I heard Vietnam Bombers. I heard how it sounded. And we copied this motherfucker, man. I mean, Bomb Shelter brought us t- to relevance, really. We went from some motherfuckers at an open mic to some real hip-hop motherfuckers because of Bomb Shelter. So everything that became after that, I mean, I give all props to everybody that's killing it, man. And I'm sure I'm leaving motherfuckers out, and I'm going to be mad later, but the scene, man, is really vibrant right now. 
and for old heads to be mad or whatever, but man, we got some fucking block baby moolah. Go listen to his shit. Hollywood Hemi, go listen to his shit. Day Uno, go listen to his shit. Snipe Sinatra, go listen to his shit. These is, we as ready as fuck. We'll destroy who you got, man. Ain't nobody in the state. Who do you got can fuck with Fayetteville? Nobody. Period. And you feel like Fayetteville is bigger than Charlotte. One hundred percent. Our artists, even they, one of their best artists right now, Eric Lottery, who's an R and B rap going mm-hmm. crazy and go. He from Fayetteville, baby. He's one of mine, bro. I mean, you know, since he was like eight, nine years old, I was <laughs> at his mama's house this weekend measuring for floors, bro. He's ours. So I mean, yeah, man. I mean, they got dope artists up there too, but we 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 there too, man. So when you get on Fayetteville. Music side, shout out, like, there, shout out there, lottery man. <laughs> shout out to real RNG golf. He's going went viral, bro. He's in millions. You know, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Nah, I'm just saying. Like this is bringing back memories for you. One hundred percent, yo. I'm, I'm saying. I'm listening. To, I'm watching your shit. I'm listening. I'm like, well, man, I got to get on there because, I mean, there's shit that I haven't said. I definitely one hundred percent. Fire away, bro. Yeah. Fire away. Yeah. So listen. So let's. I want to know why you know Cole didn't show up for. No filthy's memorial. Well, because his relationship is with Nervous Wreck. I mean, I mean, I thought it was with my, Bomb Shelter. From my from my point of view, I, I ain't a member of their camp. You know what I'm saying? They got members of their camp, but as far as I, what I can see is the relationship is with Nervous Wreck. I mean, and honestly, if he did show up, I mean, that probably maybe he's gonna outshine the man's funeral. I don't know if I would show up. I may have reached out a nerve and talked to him. I don't know what happened behind the scenes, but. I don't know if I would have came either because what did happen was I was able to see mad motherfuckers that really were relevant when he was coming up. I went to his memorial. I spoke at his memorial. I was able to see these cats and the Paul Massage, the Strange Grace, the Mr. Jones, Nervous Rex, all the dope artists that came out. Maybe if he came, maybe they couldn't even get in the front fucking door, man. You know what I mean? So we needed to see those cats. We needed people that loved him. And we honestly saw 100 motherfuckers in there that loved him. So at least we ain't sad thinking, oh, he died alone. No, man, he bothered all of us. I mean, he just was, we all destined to walk our own past, Mozzie. Man, like, he, he walked the fuck out of his. So let's walk the fuck out of ours. I mean, yeah. Filthy walked the fuck out of his. So I'm going to ask you this. Like, if we could do a Hall of Fame for Vietnam, all the way, all the way, all the way, hold up, wait, hold up. Mount all Rush, the way. Mount Rushmore. I'm just, not even that, because, you know, they, what? How many they hold? What, four, four or five? Four or five. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? But nah, we talking about Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame don't got no count. It's just if you make it in, you make it in. So let's talk about Vietnam real quick. You know what I'm saying? Um, uncensored shit. You know what I'm saying? Big face type shit. Uh, who would you say would be in the Hall of Fame of Vietnam? Uh, my Hall of Fame, like everybody lists are different. I hate lists, but character assassins, they in the Hall of Fame. The first motherfuckers from Fayetteville ever to get in the source, character assassins. Bomb Shelters in the Hall of Fame. Big Cass, Black Watts, definitely in the Hall of Fame. Fran D, he in the Hall of Fame. You know what I'm saying? Total Package, Big South. Dark Side Camp, they in the Hall of Fame. Um, uh, Impala GA. I like Impala GA, man. I like some young cats. I mean, I could go on. I mean, I'm not going to put myself in there. I mean, my man right here, Stranger the Great, definitely Hall of Fame. Shout out to Stranger. What up, though? We have a dozen fantastic fucking MCs, man. Like, they could, right now, 
like Sonny the star. Let's go ahead and be real funny. Sonny. Is he in the Hall of the Fame? Sonny, you yeah, motherfucking 100%. <laughs> Shout out to Sonny. Sonny got an album right now. Anybody got some money, get with Sonny. You want to make your money triple up, get with Sonny. Put his album out right now. Because Sonny the star got the look, the sound, every fucking thing you're looking for. Yeah, he's there. But Fayetteville is a grimy-ass city, man, and we all we all dip it and dappling, you know. So we all, uh, all of us, most of us are poor. We all poor. Shit. Come from trailer parks, come from whatever. I mean, we we made it because we feel like we got the love from the music. We didn't get the money, but we got the love, right? We sitting right here because of it. Like, Stranger reached out to me because of it. I was last week hosting a show for school because of it. I was sitting at Big Abe shit with Big Bruce, RIP, Big Abe because of it. This is what it's about in favor as far as I'm concerned. The love. We are, I mean, come on, man. J. Cole from here. If, if J. Cole from here, that means the other J. Cole could be from here. Wrong or right. Michael Jordan from around here. <laughs> right, we fuck it up around here. That's true. Yeah. That's true. That's North, true. North Carolina is the melting pot of the north, the south, the east, the west. Is, you know what I'm saying? That's what we do. Next big artist coming out of Fairville. Uh, man, it could be one of the old artists. Like I said, to me, son, Block Baby Moolah right now is the biggest artist to me in the Ville. He's he star- was also in the movie. He's starring in movies. This yeah. is, he ain't in the movie. The movie says spin the block. Block Baby Moolah. He's starring in it. So, And he got the whole soundtrack. And if you go listen to any of his music, Dirty Diana is my favorite, but it's lots of dope shit in there. To me, I mean, right now, that's, that's, that's the top artist in the Ville. But I'm sure, you know, motherfuckers will be mad about that. Izzy would be mad because Izzy like he don't like the sad rap. <laughs> Shout out to Izzy. Do you feel like Vietnam is like crabs in a barrel? Nah, man. I feel actually. It's, I feel like we're about to come together, man. I feel like it has been. I don't know if crabs. Does that goes back to the gatekeepers? I feel like Cass is ready to come together now. Like me personally, I don't know about everybody else, but Big Face, I can put a show together with all the dopest cats in the town, and they'll come together for me. Like I've always had that ability. Like, I can make it happen. So I don't understand when people complain that, oh, so I'm working on some things, like with Paul Masson, I'm working on some things right now, um, so we can try to do that, just what you're doing, and maybe link up with what you're doing. So in the past, 2-6 shit has always been really compartmentalized. Even when I came out, it was your crew ain't as good as my crew. Fuck you. Now I don't think it's, I don't think, I don't feel like it's that way, man. I feel like there's a lot of love being spread between camps for the first time ever. And we can build on that shit. If we don't, I mean, it's time for making money. Like, I could put a show right now. Give me Prada Louie. Give me Date Uno. Give me Block Baby Moolah, them three. I could definitely charge 20 at the door, and we could fill the place to the rim. Why not? If them three artists, and all of them are willing to do it, if I talk to them, why not if anybody else do? I mean, that's the show you want to see, right? Or wrong? Yes. Fuck yeah, it is. So if you can get some encouragement words... My encouragement. Which, would you even? Cause I, you know, I ask. I ask a lot of people that, and you never know how a nigga feeling. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, like you encourage words, nigga. Yo, nah, fuck that, nigga. I don't want to talk about none of that shit. I wouldn't say. Like, hey, let these niggas work hey, harder. Like, you know, you need to get Doctor Man on here. You want to hear something? Oh yeah, Doctor Man. Shout out to Doc. Some, hey, shout out to Doc. By the way, yeah. uh, I'm trying to do this one. Doc always have ideas. Doc, hey, <laughs> that, that is my Fayetteville Ratchet News cat. If Man. I need the ratchet news, but he I had just the, he had the whole petty news. One hundred percent. You want somebody to don't even give a fuck. Yeah, if I looked that. up, I don't give a fuck in the dictionary. Doctor Man is sitting beside. 
You know what was crazy? I ain't gonna lie. I'm gonna say this up here. I ain't gonna lie. Shout out to everybody that was, you know, that's you know, that's been following my uh campaign. Listen, I had a segment where I did a uh NC Who Got Talent. Now, when I first started NC Who Got Talent, you know what I'm saying? It was a two-day event. I, I had the honor to do the event at uh the Black Jewel A Ball Lounge. Shout out to Chubb. Shout out, Joe. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Ro. Nice you know what I'm saying? This right is a different road, though. It's a good spot, though. This, this ain't Rise. It's a different road. I need Jamal. You know what I'm saying? Um, but, you know, Friday nights, and I did a two-day event. Uh, It was Friday and Saturday. That Friday came in, and it was a dope experience. Like, I had the judges there. Everything was, you know, everything was everything. was everything. It was good, you know. And then Cakes performed. Cakes was here. I had cakes as uh Free Young Cakes. Free yeah, Young Cakes. Yeah, free that guy. Like Frank, Frank Avelli. Yeah. I had him do a a, a special guest performance. Oh wow. He blew it was, the doors yeah, off. Like, he blew the doors off. One thing that you could know, that's what I you know, I was asking about earlier, you know what I'm saying? Um with artists or whatever, like how the transition is, you know what I'm saying, with the music now, fifty years of hip hop. Like uh artists what they forget. And this is what people That's why y'all should have me On the panelist list too Cause I know exactly What I'm talking about Like when artists come And they perform Shit nigga It ain't no rules to it Come with With, with some props Yeah whatever Try do to Do you Try to do Exactly Climb Try to do you speakers man How can you be remembered yes. When you when, when after you perform Because you got people That you got A&R's there You got uh, the fleet DJ's You got the coalitions Core DJ's all of that, like you got all these people in the building. So, like, what are you going to do to make sure all of these people remember you when you get off? I don't care if you shout out to Thurgood. I think it's, that's his name. Shout out to him. He be in Charlotte, and I be over everywhere. He he carry around this uh, this little doll. Yo, honestly, what you saying is legit facts. Like everything Did. I ever done in this business has beget something else. Like I go do my fucking thing, and then afterwards, they're like, yo, we want you to do this other thing. That's that's how this works. You got to be able to adjust, right? If you if you get done like after this interview right here, if you get done doing this right here and you leave, and then mother like, ah, I don't fuck with that. Nah, it, 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 this is always what have you done for me lately, businessman? Like you go show. I mean, you you an entertainer? Go out and entertain. If that means bringing props, that means jumping on the fucking building. That means fireworks, bringing out hoes with fat asses, motherfucker. You you differentiate yourself, right? Yeah. That's what you're saying. I mean, you're right. Well, I mean, I just feel like, like you know, everybody got their time. Atlanta got their time, had their time. New York had their time. You know, and Big Cass, he he really want to put his all, all his motion behind Vietnam right now. Like, well, yeah, cool. almost yeah. to like where he owed Vietnam. Well, he walked away like me. So I, I know the feel. One thing I can definitely get down with Big Cass is this. Big Cass walked away when he was as hot as he was hot. Big Cass was hot and he just left. I did the same thing, man. The height of my shit, I'm about to be signed to Social Def. I'm torn. I'm being paid by Low Rider Magazine. I had my first son. I quit. I came back a year later. The motion ain't the motion. That's how this business works. So he did the same. You know, he broke off. He came back. He sees what's happened, and He sees the impact he had. And motherfuckers is telling him, yo, Cass, look, look what you did. You left, and you came back. And look at these motherfuckers. That's how I felt when I came back in 2010. I left from 2003 to 2010, came back, said, damn. I mean, things got great. These motherfuckers is dope. Yeah, because the game changes. 
And we love that. And now, like I told Jones tonight, man, we some grandmaster flash of our city type shit. Yeah. It's time for us to be that. I now love you got to capitalize on it. Well, now let's help them, man. Exactly. Let's not capitalize. Let's help them. Because forever, we ain't been coming out. All right? So that's why I'm happy when I see Hood out. Me and Hood, we everywhere I'm out, he out. I love it. We need some more, y'all. Rolling, man. Rolling don't never come out for nobody, man. Rolling is engineer. He's doing his thing. He's successful. He need to come out. They need to see him, man. They rolling, man. Bro, they need to see you out there. Cause when they see you out there, it's different. We bring a different vibe. When I come, 20 people come because of face. So when I come to your show, I'm bringing 20 paying people with me. So it's hood. So that's what we need to do for these guys, man. We have a vibrant fucking local scene where they can come and make money. They can come make 250 tonight and, and, and go on with it. If we ain't paying them, what the fuck we doing? If we ain't helping them get paid, what the fuck we doing? My time is over in the sun like that. But, motherfucker, I can definitely generate some fucking money. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and uh, just, yeah, exactly. And see, and I think that is more the definition of a gatekeeper. Well, you can, when you can do, to me, when you can do that and you can allow people on platforms and like you really, you really want to help them. Good. Because to me, a gatekeeper is a negative connotation. In my era, gatekeeper meant you keeping motherfuckers out. And you seem to see it like it's letting motherfuckers in. Because that's how I am. If I'm a gatekeeper, I'm letting motherfuckers in. The game is different. My gate is open, bro. Holla at your boy. Yeah, the game is different. Like, anybody with me, anybody that ever came in contact with me, like, I I find ways to create content to put people on. I definitely want to give huge, huge shout-outs to to Bomb Shelter. Huge shout-out to Rolling Weight. Yeah. I mean, them cats was really doing it. Like, when I was doing it, it, it can't be slept on what they was doing. That whole start a ride with Pastor Troy and Cass, that whole total package, and Rolling Weight and Loudmouth, they were the first ones to get real, real features. Like, pay, had the money to pay a motherfucker 20 stacks to do a feature and had the money and did it. So, and they went out and sold the records. And Rolling Man, Rolling's a genius of an engineer. We, we've got fantastic. Barry Williams, shout out Red Room Studios, man. Like, the sound coming out of there is immaculate. Every fucking sound come out is industry standard, just crazy. And shout out to Barry Williams Films. Make sure you go check Spin the Block out on Tubi and Amazon. I'm in shout that right joint. Shout right on Tubi. Shout out, be, be on the lookout for the next joint we on. Barry Williams is on the up, like on the filming too, man. Like everybody's got it, their eyes on him, bro. He's got five movies on Tubi. Everyone gets better. And every hot artist in Fayetteville wants to be in Red Room. Am I lying? No. Red Room brings something different. That sound is immaculate, bro. <laughs> Shout out to Barry Williams. Uh, so what's uh, what's next for you, bro? What's uh, you, you got anything that you're working on? I mean, yeah, yeah, Coming yeah, up, definitely. what's going on? So, I'm, I mean, I'm, um, you know, tentatively I got the 102.6, the streets, uh, internet radio station. So I'm working on a 24-7, 365 internet radio station that plays nothing but favorable music all day long. I'll be having that. I'll only Fayetteville music? Only Fayetteville music. I got hundreds of hours of really legit, dope-ass Fayetteville music. I had a show on two years ago, and last year on internet radio on 12 different stations. They got 60,000 listeners uh, and 10,000 in Fayetteville. So I'm doing, I'm going to do the 102.6 The Streets. It's a parody of a local radio station. I've got all the commercials for us. I do, And I'm going to give a show uh, every night of the week to a different camp. So a different camp, I have a show on there, and we'll play that. I'm working on that. That should be, hopefully, that'll be out by the end of the summer. I've been working on it for a year. It's had starts and stops. 
Other than that, yeah, I'm in Spin the Block. I'm working on I'm, I'm in a couple of different uh, uh, movies coming up on Tubi. So, you know, that. But I'm always willing to help out the favorite artists. I've, I've still, I still fuck with, like, Sonny the Star. That's one of my main cats. It's my homeboy, man. I'm always pulling for him. Whatever he needs, I got. But I'm always, my ear is open, man. Motherfuckers won't help. I mean, I have the wisdom and I have, you know, I'm a, I'm a successful businessman. I'm on right in another, another trade. This I do for love. The city of Fayetteville and music in Fayetteville, I'm an original. Like, I grew up on Bunts. I grew up on the west side in the 80s. I love this place, man. I love this grimy-ass motherfucker. And we got some dope fucking artists here. This is a, a real chance for cats that don't even understand. So we'll see. We'll see. But I think the best is yet to come. I think J. Cole is just a prelude. That's a fact. But it's all way it is. Like, the best is yet to come. And uh, anybody, like, that want to tap in for real, for real, and you got serious work acting behind you, tap in with my homie Big Face, man. You know, he's willing to help. And a lot of people, you don't get that every day, people willing to help. You know no what I'm doubt. saying? So with no you doubt. offering that, you know what I'm saying, your hand to the game, and that means you married to the Vietnam music industry side. You know what I'm saying? And uh, also shows me why I chose wisely by having you up here. My you know, man. I only want people up here that can actually tell me exactly, you know what I'm saying, that was there for Vietnam, you know, because I even put my time in it. And I try to help artists as, as, as much as I can. You know, you're going to meet stubborn artists. You're going to meet artists that you can't tell anything. You know what I'm saying? But then you're going to meet them. What about all the other people that's willing to be taught? You well, know, you yeah, got to think I about mean, them. Not only that, man, just when you look out there, like, okay, when I I met a kid, dude was like 12 years old, man. He, he was nice, man. We brought him on the radio, man. We let him rap, man. The dude could rap. He's 12. I'm 25. Man. I got an album out. This 12-year-old kid, man. Look at this kid. He can rap, right? And today I'm sitting on your show and I'm wearing his sweatshirt. This is Day Uno, man. Like, it's my favorite rapper in the world, bro. I don't give a fuck where you from. This kid got mad skills on the production. The, and, and he's a fashion designer. This is what our city is about, man. This is unhumble encapsulated this shit. Fuck being humble today. Like, I've been humble for years. The fuck has that got me, right? It's time for Fable to stop being humble, man. We, 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 it, we, there's no reason for us to be humble, man. We got some of the dopest artists in the world right here. The cast, as you, you mentioned tonight, like Blackwatch, man. This dude has released multiple, multiple dope-ass albums. This dude is starring in movies. Also on Tubi. He's starring in movies, bro. He got another movie coming out. He's a Vietnam originator. Hood the mayor, man. They don't call him the mayor for nothing, dude. Go anywhere and there he is. I mean, our city, man, is something. We, 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 we in the dark city, bro. There's a lot of motherfuckers getting killed, <laughs> And and yeah, but that's every city, man. But be proud of your shit, bro. I mean, I mean, Stand be proud ten toes, ten sto- like ten toes down. Fucking twenty toes, man. I mean, I put us up against Atlanta, <laughs> New Orleans, Miami. I mean, this is funny. They got huge populations, and they can't fuck with our talent. We got two hundred thousand people, and look at the talent we produce: the Atheon Crockett's, the Ray Nine One Os, the J Coles. It goes on and on and on. From the small population we have, the Mozzie Santana. I mean, look at what we got going on. It's incredible, bro. Fuck with us if you want to, really. I mean, honestly, I mean, poke the bear, bro. That's a fact. We already know what it is, man. It's King Maserati Santana Celebrity Guru. We have my man in the hot seat tonight, man. We have Big Face in the building. Hey, Big Face, go ahead and tell the people where to find and follow you at real quick. Bro. Hey, yo, man. Y'all, y'all can find me at uh, uh, 102.6 The Streets on Instagram. You know what I'm saying? That's a 102.6 The Streets on Instagram. Chad J. Burbank, you know, find me at... Uh, 
Matter of fact, while we're here, you know, let's get real business. Like, if you got your flooring needs, I handle all your flooring needs at American Flooring at 402 on Hope Mills Road. <laughs> 910-424-1778. We give free estimates, and I can handle anything you need. That's, that's, that's a fact. I laid a hard Unless you got any shout-outs, though? Any shout-outs? Go ahead and do a couple of shout-outs. First and foremost, shout-out to my man, Vic Freezy, Vic Frost, man. 100, bro. You know how you know, we get down, man. Uh, shout-out to Roe. Rise, man, the dudes I came up with. Shout out to James Armstrong, Live Asian Entertainment. Shout out to Stranger the Great, Sunday yeah. the Star. RIP from my man up south, 30, man. Free 40 till it's backwards. Hey, Shiggy, man, holla at your boy, man. I got I got many, many more, man. Shout out to uh, Impology Asia. A whole bunch of shout outs, but uh, y'all know, you know, big face, love y'all boys, man. So honestly, man, fuck with me. That's I'll fuck fact. with you. That's a fact. I want to double back on them shout-outs, though. Stranger the Great in the building. Also, one of the Wu Baby in the building. You know what I'm saying? Doing what he doing. You know what I'm saying? Y'all got to check hey, out the new music, shout though. Shout-out to my man yeah, Wu. Shout-out right to Wu. Shout-out to my man Wu right Wu here. and Sis are coming soon. Hey, believe that. it down over here, It's bro. coming soon. Believe that. You know what I'm saying? Now everybody know how Wu get down. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely following as we walk out this bitch. Yo, you know, real quick, I want to say before I get out of here, uh, shout out to my homie Woo, uh, Woo Baby, you know what I'm saying, coming out of Augusta, Georgia, you know what I'm saying, also got ties in South Carolina too, hey, that's what's you know up. what I'm saying, that's but not up, not only that though, like he got this record called Jim B, uh, Woo Baby is the original whiskey man, you know what I'm saying, like he like, every time you Uh-oh. see him, he got whiskey, you know, Jim Bean. Oh, he's the brown. He's like the Check brown. Check out that video. The video, you know what I'm saying, was the visual was dope. Hey, I, I, I got a funny story. Yeah. South Carolina, man. When Whiskey. He, when Ye Ain't Twins was recording, me and my brother, man, they was recording part of it in South Carolina. So they recorded that. She got her hands up on her knees and then the bows in the vibe. And so during that time, you know, I got to be on the background of that record just a little bit. I don't know how much of mine they used, but it damn sure sounds like they used a lot. I don't know if y'all listen to the record now, right? So I was just supposed to be background, but it damn sure sounded like she got her hands up on the knees and then the bows and the thigh. Sound like a lot of that big face, but you know. <laughs> we get twelve hundred dollars and we move on from the chitlin Twelve hundred dollars and move on. Chitlin circuit, baby. I loved it. Is that a one time thing? Well, you know, no, I mean I toured with them. What was I mean, that? Uh that was them. They were recording pieces of their album while they were on tour, and I happened to be on like four dates with them doing a historical black college tour at the time. Uh Thank you. Big shout out to James Armstrong on Live Entertainment. He hooked me up with that. Most of my shows when I did Fayetteville, but you couldn't get paid in Fayetteville when I was doing it. So I, I definitely did Tennessee, Virginia, Georgia, Florida. The only exposure I got in Fayetteville was 104.5 because there was nowhere else. So when I, I would Not leave. So I, you know, I, I took, and I, it was a disc maker's era. You know, I, I flipped my, I made 38,000 records over time and we sold them for $10 a piece. We walk around with a duffel bag with 80 grand in it. That's how you did it then, right? And then you spin it. It's a big boy radio. That's what it is. Well, pay attention. Get your pens and get your pads out. You already know what it is, man. My man, big face in the building tonight. You know what I'm saying? And also drop some gems, too. On the fed, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? As far as, like, uh, with the industry, though. You know what I'm saying? Because fed Nam got his own industry. I think that fed Nam is so big on his music shit, like, that you can have a motherfucking uh, awards for fed Nam. You know what I'm saying? But we don't never want things to be in the crowd, you know, uh, uh, barrel mentality. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, if, if if somebody is great to come out of Fairville, let them come out. And we should do whatever we need to do to help that person. Well, really, what you doing right now, man? Nobody done what you're doing right now. I mean, so, I think it's been done before. I know it's been done before. Not like how you're doing it right now. Like, I think if you catalog, how you catalog in the past, 
see, here's what you do. This is step one. You get everything on wax. You get everybody on the wax. Next thing you know after this, now you have the ability, you have the relationships built with everybody in this microphone. Now you can put on the Mossy Santana fucking f- golden era tour featuring Stranger to Grey, Big Face, Bomb Shelter. I mean, that would be insane. Yeah. I mean, I need everybody to stay tuned because it's... it's, it's hey. It's more artists that's coming up. We got more Fayetteville that 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 that, that exquisite. Shout out to Rolling Wave, man. You got to get Exclusive. rolling in, man. You got to get rolling in, man. Rolling Wave, we gonna get him. You got to get him in, here, man. That's shot, I guess, right? Oh, Are we gonna get Rolling oh, Wave. Yeah, well, yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, and, and, I mean, it's two six shit. Definitely, he's coming up in here. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. You know, but it is what it is. You know, what I'm saying, big face in the building in the high seat. You already know what it is. The celebrity guru, Keem Maserati Santana. Shout out to my man, Stranger the Great. Shout out, Woo Baby. You know, what I'm saying, definitely in the building in a major way, man. But you already know, you've been uncensored. And to all my haters, man, all my haters, I want to say this: fuck y'all. You know what I'm saying? Hey, Vic, That's straight well, like that. Hey, hey Vic, why well, used to call Mike Tech Nick Testicles on the radio, bro? Well, why used to call him Nick Testicles? Oh, yeah. It ain't no Jingling, jingling. The motherfucking saga continues. Y'all motherfuckers ready for a WA? Get the fuck up! Says he stepped the fuck off. Here's what they think about you. 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 Here's what they think about 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 Fuck all y'all. God damn, I'm glad y'all set it off. Used to be hard, now you're just wet and soft. First you was down with the AK. And now I see you on a video with Michelin looking like straight bozos. I saw it coming, that's why I went solo. And kept on stomping While y'all motherfuckers move straight out of Compton Living with the whites One big house And not another nigga in sight I started off with too much cargo Drop four niggas now I'm making all the dough White man just fooling The niggas with attitudes Who you fooling? Y'all niggas just phony I put that on my mama and my dead homies Yellow boys on your team so you're losing Hey yo Drake, stick to producing Calling me on a what you Benedict Easy E saw your ass and win in it quick You got jealous when I got my own company But I'm a man and ain't nobody helping me Trying to sound like American most You can yell all day but you don't come close Cause you know I'm the one that's broke You done run a hundred miles but you still got one to go With the L-E-N-C-H-M-O-B And y'all disgrace to see P-T Cause you get fucked out your green by a white boy With no Vaseline MC win shit, trying to tell you a year ago, but Willie D told me to let a hoe be a hoe, so I couldn't stop you from getting gay, now let's play Big Bang, take Little Bang, try to diss Ice Cube, it wasn't worth it cause the broomstick fix your ass so perfect, cut my hand, I'll cut 
are like giving up the draws. Gang banged by your manager, fella. Getting money out your ass. Like a motherfucking ready teller. Giving up the dollar bills. Now they got the villain with a purse and high heels. So don't believe what rents say. Cause he's going out like tooth to kiss tape. But I got a whip for you, Toby. Used to be my homie, now you act like you don't know me. It's a case of divide and conquer. Cause you let a juice break up my crew. House nigga got a running high. Yelling Compton, but you moved to Riverside. So don't front. MC ran, cause I remember when you drove a B210. A motherfucking joke Let you on the scene To back up the first team It ain't my fault One nigga got smart And they ripping your asshole apart By taking your grin Oh yeah The villain does get fucked With no Vaseline